0: You guys, I don't know what is on my screen. It's so scary.
1: Welcome to Spinsters, a podcast where we need a Lakers venture. Lakers venture? That was good. I'm Haley.
0: This is Jordan. We are joined by honorary girly Jasmine Watkins, NBA Twitter (laughs)
1: legend. Legend. Um,
0: Would you like to introduce and plug yourself?
1: I'm Jasmine. Um, you guys can't get enough of me, so I'm back for a second time. Uh, work at Buzzer. I'm on you late with Nikias, and I say a lot of shit on Twitter. Oh, can I say shit? Of course. Yes. Oh, okay.
0: Same as last time. Yes, you can. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Great to check though. That's that's nice.
1: I I always wonder like what my public persona comes off as. So. But I want to be me, so there's that. That's
0: good. You should. I don't think it comes off as, yeah, it doesn't come off as anything other than like very funny Mm -mm. Lakers fan you'd want to hang out with.
1: You'd be very (laughs) surprised at how many people have me blocked.
0: Have you blocked? How do you see that?
1: I go to their profile or somebody quote tweets and I can't see. I click and it's like, oh, Oh. you've been blocked. Yeah. 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 Dang. Maybe they're just Laker haters. I think that's, that's big. I'm not going to call, I'm not going to call nobody out, but one person is a prominent figure and it's evident that she loves the Lakers and she has me blocked. And I don't know.
0: Wait, can we play, um, (laughs) guess who blocked? Can we play 21 questions, but just five questions, please? (laughs) Sure. Okay. Um, is she a media figure? Yes. Okay. Is, is anyone else
2: she a musician? No.
0: Okay. Oh, it's
1: not Halsey. <laughs> that was a good
0: <laughs>
1: You're not going to get it.
0: Really? She's a prominent media figure who loves the Lakers. Oh, is it Ramona
1: Shelburne? No. Is it? It is. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Come on.
2: She I mean, that's a Lakers I, fan. Yeah. She's a
1: huge Lakers fan. Wow. I still support it. I just don't know what it is. So, oh, yeah.
0: man. So. Bummer. If you don't have players on the field with the right skills, you're going to have a tough time winning. The same goes for your business. Indeed is a fast, simple way to make sure you're hiring MVPs. Go to Indeed.com slash spinsters to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Last episode, or maybe this second to last episode, we did a call for reviews and if you leave us a review and work in a player's name then we will a say thank you we'll call your relatives tell them that we think you're amazing um jordan Mm -hmm. harry and i will all fly out to be your guests at family events um when people ask you know well why aren't you dating anyone you can say hey mom I'm dating a guy named Harry, um, and that is what we can offer you with this. If you just leave us a review, um, all of that is at your fingertips. Um, Okay, so if you leave us a review and put in a player's name, then we will give you that player's current monthly and or weekly horoscope, depending on which one I feel like is more fair to the stars. So please keep sending them, and here are this week's. So we actually got a bunch, but here are my Three favorites. The first one says, I love this pod and the new things I learn every episode. The show is like a Corey Kispert for your ears. Rock on, Haley and Jordan. <laughs> Rock on. Corey Kispert. Literally, every time I hear that name, it makes me think of, like, sexpert. You know how people say, like, he's a sexpert, <laughs> but he's a Kispert. You know what I mean? Can you imagine, like, being in high school and having that name? Oh. And when you look at him, he is, like, he is... The bro, like he's the bro-iest. the broiest. He's across from you at ping pong or pong. He's and probably ping pong. <laughs> like that man is playing fag football, he's coaching flag football. That's that guy's a bro. Um, anyway, Corey is a Pisces, he was born on March 3rd. Mm-hmm. And the Pisces horoscope for this month is while the early days of February might leave you feeling slightly lonely, your happiness soars mid-month when you connect with friends, reconnect with friends perhaps over Valentine's Day. Hmm. Okay. So not only does the second half of February bring the start of your season, Pisces. Ooh, but prosperous news for your career is on the way. Wow. I wonder if they play on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> he has a the game they of his do. Life. The Wizards play the Pistons. Did anyone here go to Gonzaga? Oh, well, Kelly Olenek did, but I do not believe that they went at the same time as one of them is. (laughs) Corey Kispert, who might as well be seventeen and Kelly Olenek is um 85. 30 at this point. Probably 30. Um Mm. Okay. The second one is, this podcast is the opposite of Kyrie Irving, consistent and available week in, week out. I really appreciate that. Um, Kyrie Irving is obviously the most terrifying sign. He's an Aries, even more terrifying that he's a male Aries. He's born on March 23rd, which makes it even worse. Um, just the placement of his (laughs) birth in Aries season. Um, yeah, just honestly, could not get scarier. I don't even <laughs> want to see the rest of his chart. <laughs> if I've ever met you and you're a man, and I tell you you're the exception to being an Aries like and not scaring me, I lied because I was terrified. <laughs> Literally, oh, no. female Aries, I'm just—it's like fear covered in a bit of awe. So, um, anyway, here's the Aries horoscope. Luckily, the pace of life life will quicken after the third and you'll experience fewer professional delays going forward as Mercury awakens after many weeks in a foggy haze. Fewer professional delays. A full moon in your passion sector... Will rise within the night of the sixteenth, ensuring that this Valentine's season will be quite oh no, 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 not reading that part. <laughs> um, but anyway, fewer professional delays. Is he getting vaxxed on the third? <laughs> Did you hear it here first? Yes. Um breaking horoscope news. Very interesting. Um, okay, we will save the third one for the for next week because it's very cute. Um, okay, the Lakers. I want to start today's Lakers therapy session by asking you guys to say something about this current Lakers team that has made you happy. Boo,
1: tomato tomato, <laughs> tomato. Corny. <laughs> um. Shit. Let me know I think. Um... Okay, I have one. Okay, go for it. Okay. I I like that Russell Westbrook is still staying true to himself. And I know once you get to the Lakers, you have to like change your game a little bit. He's still Westbrook. He is doing what he's always done. So, I'm happy for him personally. Jasmine yeah.
0: That was in addition to being the most backhanded compliment ever. Also not something that made you
1: happy. <laughs> I'm happy for him. I'm happy that okay. he I'm happy that he can be himself. It's hard to play in a Lakers system. Very hard. Some and would
0: argue he's not.
1: He because he wants to be himself and then Frankie just be throwing shit at the wall. Let's try this lineup. So I'm I'm okay with Westbrook being himself.
2: (laughs) Okay. Jordan. Okay. Mine is also about Westbrook, but it's just about him coming home. Like the storyline of him being back in LA and being with his teammates and his family and his old coaches, being able to go see him play and work out. That has made me very happy. Just that storyline, that content. I love that for him. That has nothing to do with his play or anything about the team, but him personally
0: being happy being back home. That's been wonderful.
1: Oh, that was a good one.
0: Okay. Um, mine is going to be Malik Monk. Obviously, I don't have the same pain attached to this team that you two do, um, but I do think it's just genuinely probably been the exception of a young guy going to a LeBron team and actually being able to thrive despite all that's put on you um, in yeah just actually on a LeBron team like since the heat because you are just so strapped for resources and so you have to change and be everything that he needs you to be and right now Malik Monk is looking like the best guard on the Lakers <laughs> facts um, so anyway I'm very happy for him mm-hmm I'm happy that he feels like he can provide in a situation where many are left to feel like they can't do anything. Um, Okay, so that was a great first step. I think I was going to ask you guys, do you want to angle this through? How do we fix the Lakers? Or do you want to angle this through? What's next? And I guess that depends on your perspective of, do you think that the Lakers are fixable?
1: I Okay.
2: I need a they drink. are,
1: tough. <laughs> <laughs> they are fixable, but what, what can fix them mainly is the Lord. Like, it's just a lot of injury. So I, <laughs> and prayers injuries up. <laughs> prayers out for the squad injuries. And maybe, you know, the rotations could be a bit better.
0: That's my okay, issue. But okay, but you have, but you guys have to be more specific about that. I'm not trying to call out Lakers fans specifically, but Frank Vogel's probably going to get fired. Um, I don't think it's entirely his fault. I do think there's some very weird decisions, and also decisions I just want to know why. Why? There's a lot of things I you know, I'm but a simple observer. I just would like to know why you lean so hard this direction, that direction. We were just talking about Kent Bazemore. Like, I just would like a little bit more um inside information i guess Mm -hmm. from him but when i say inside information i mean like things that just make anything make sense Mm -hmm. jasmine what when you say that like what do you
1: mean exactly they wouldn't be my lineups of choice like in the one that stands out you can't even make anymore because rondo is not there but when he had rondo and westbrook i was kind of like you remember the kombucha tea girl where she was like hmm yeah, maybe no that's how I felt because I'm like <laughs> I didn't think of this lineup together or these two guys together but let's see and then at the end I'm like no but he I think if you are playing and you're coaching for the Lakers you don't have the luxury of let's try this out and see we need right. to win that shit now so um, sorry sorry to this man sorry to Frankie because it's it's a difficult situation And the roster is, like, not 100% put together by him. So he's just, like, letting the chips fall where they may.
2: Exactly. And I feel like the answer – I don't know if the answer is to bring in a new coach because of exactly what you said. They're not going to have a warm-up period or a time to kind of – a grace period to see, oh, let's see if this works. Let's see what he tries or she tries. But it's going to be, okay, why didn't you win your first ten games in a row immediately, and why aren't, you know, why isn't LeBron averaging 50 and Russell Westbrook's shooting percentage up 30 more percent? Like, that's what the Lakers, that's what they do to you. (laughs) They do that as a fan. That expectation is there, and that's what it's going to be as a new coach. So I am kind of on the team of, like, Let's sit Frank Vogel down and try to make this work. Because I don't know if a new person coming in at this point would would really make a difference. That I don't know if that's just me being so sad and pessimistic, but I don't know if a new person in would would
0: make Russ shoot better. I don't I don't know if that would be the answer. I think what you're saying about Frank Vogel and that being a kind of a Escape was not even the right word. It doesn't feel extreme enough. Um, Because there are some things that he could have done differently, that he could do differently. I want to speak in past tense as if he's already gone. But it's also, you and Jasmine are saying the exact same thing. Nothing ultimately is going to change. No change is going to matter unless it's the change that all of a sudden... LeBron and AD are healthy at the same time and are Mm -hmm. healthy with staying power. Seriously. Like that's, there's no team that I can ever remember besides other LeBron teams that have been so dependent on these two people on two people being healthy, um, who Mm -hmm. are often not healthy. Like that's the thing. It's kind of, we could all think what, with the Mavericks, like what if Luca was in and out all the time? Of course, like they'd be in a similarly difficult predicament, um, because he, takes control so much of that team but they built this team with ad knowing that he is a fragile tiny little baby (laughs) you know what i mean like he just is his bones are made out of baby bones and so and they built this team with him and lebron knowing how much it would cost and take and soak up of a roster that really can't afford um to pay other people to make a complete team or To give things away. Like, that's the other... What is the other uh, thing you could do? Use the trade deadline? For what? Who are you trading away?
2: That's that's my thing about the trade deadline. I don't even know where to start slash nobody wants any <laughs> of <our> players. <laughs> I feel like they are shopping it around, but nobody, nobody wants them. Um, and I read an ESPN article today that said, you know, the last time a LeBron team was struggling this bad before the trade deadline, LeBron and the Cavs, it was the 2017, 2018 Cavs. They traded <laughs> half the team. They shipped them out. <laughs> that was and the Dwayne
0: Wade free agency right where they like yes yes Wade, Derek Rose. I, I took a
2: screenshot
0: I remember that Jay I mean but Crowder, that's this was, Channing Frye yeah.
2: Derek Rose Shumpert Isaiah Thomas Dwayne Wade all <laughs> out and I don't I don't think one I don't think that's the answer Two, nobody wants our players and we can't get anything back so I don't know if that would even be the smart thing to do but what do you think Jasmine
1: there was a time when I thought people wanted THT um, including me Um, Mm -hmm. now we don't want well now some people don't want them and other teams don't want them so now we are we do seem stuck I think everybody stays but also we just need rest like we hella old so I'm hoping that coming back from all-star things will start looking up Austin Reeves is playing pretty good I think I think yeah. I stopped trying to make him my new Caruso. That's what that is. I let him be Stone Cold Reeves Austin. <laughs> you
0: have to let him be himself,
1: Jasmine. I know. Yeah. That's I just, good. That's I, good. I, I really, we were projecting. <laughs> I really yeah. loved Alex Caruso. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. Same. We we got Austin now. He's white and plays basketball. <laughs> so I'm like, this could be the new thing. But it's totally different. We all did that. You are not alone. <laughs>
2: You are not alone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I think this might be one that we have to just like ride out. Uh,
0: To that point. Well, okay. I don't want to skip over this whole thing. Like there, there are, I'm sorry to say like issues, even with what you just said, like you need rest. It's not like Lakers aren't going to all-star weekend. You know what I mean? It's not like this is a bunch of rest for them. Um
1: it wouldn't surprise me if, if one of them decided to sit out. Like maybe not LeBron, but it, it wouldn't. Well, surprise. LeBron. I mean,
0: LeBron should like he should depending on his knee. I mean, he's he still should. got the knee.
1: I think. I think they but should it's all in swelling. <laughs> sorry, I had
0: out. to. I had to remember what technical. Like he'll probably still. My guess is he would still go. Like I'm not knowing anything about the situation, but if I had a reason to go home. I would go home, but he it's general swelling is what the MRI revealed. He's missed the last 3 games. He is apparently probable or could come back tonight. Um is the last thing that I saw. LeBron could have also been one of your guys things that make you happy but you were Lakers fans first. So I think it's hard to see yeah. through that, but he was having <laughs> I didn't even one think of about the, that. he literally, no, li- that's the thing is like a Lakers fan will always be a Lakers fan, not a LeBron fan. And he, that man did not understand what he was getting into when he came here, but he was having one of the, I don't want to say best seasons I've seen from him because it's yeah. hard to call it that good when it's something that's, so isolated and it's not making everything click like they weren't even doing well during that period yeah they were just holding on he was mm-hmm. coming above water like every couple you know like holding everybody else up <laughs> now, hold on i have the stats no I, I mean bad. these are just crazy
1: i totally slipped I know, over I, that
0: didn't yeah even oh come, of course you turned my mind <laughs> no offense this is okay this is 19th season This is his 19th season. He's averaging the second most points in the league, playing the fifth most minutes, and he's the fifth oldest guy out there in the entire NBA. Okay, so let's see. From December 3rd to January 25th, that's when he really, uh, that's the longest chunk of time he's played this year, this season. Of those 25 games, he's playing 36.5 minutes and averaging 30.5 points. Six point one assists and eight point eight rebounds, and many of those were without Anthony Davis. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he was gone. I think I st- saw the stat
2: that LeBron and AD haven't played ten consecutive games together since the bubble. Oh, like that's shit. that's the last time they, and which is. <laughs> That's great. Like that that's our team. That that is what yeah. we were kind of promised. And we haven't even been given that. So it's hard to even judge that because LeBron is playing so well. I think A D is is playing okay after coming back. I feel like he's still trying to get his touch, but oh, I having think he's them doing together.
0: Perfect. I think he's doing really well. I honestly do think he's doing well. Um, all things considering. Like I don't think he's the problem. Yeah. It's not that neither of them, while they're on the court, are the problem. It's that they are not on the court. And this problem of them not being on the court has been true since this team's inception, this Mm -hmm. specific iteration of the Lakers inception. Um, Because right when Anthony Davis came in is when LeBron started having all of the, I mean, he, what, he tipped 30, how old was he when they came in? I don't know. It felt like a tipping point. And the thing is, I can only see it. Like, I can just see it coming. And you have to wonder, how does somebody like LeBron James go out? We just saw Tom Brady retire. Not to be, like, talk host, sports radio (laughs) host. But we just saw him (laughs) retire, right? Still, like, far older than anyone thought that he would stay in the game or that he would be able to maintain, like, this kind of – power and skill that he has with LeBron. It's a little bit different because he's changed his game so consistently over the years, but he's not going to, it's not going to like, he's going to say, okay, well just play me 20 minutes a game. I don't think he'll ever be that guy. Mm -hmm. I don't, I think he'll leave the league before he's that guy. And I just don't know how much of that we have left, like a year and a half, two years. It just depends on how much this, like I'm, but I'm being serious of this peak, peak, peak LeBron, because the peaks are Mm -hmm. all different. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just it's insane. Like every off season he comes back and it's a different mountain, but it's the same point. Um mm-hmm. and it just honestly makes me think of my aunt Kathy. My aunt Kathy was a prolific public school teacher. Like seriously, everybody loved her. Um she is amazing and she for so long like shout out public schools uh in Metro Louisville for so long was like a bedrock at her school and then She retired, but she was involved in so many things that they were like, why don't you come back? So she came back and did the tests. She did the dances. She did the whatever, whatever, whatever. She unretired because she did so much and she doesn't have the ability to just come back in and and do half the stuff. And then Mm. she now she has retired again. But even as I speak, (sighs) she's downstairs. She's like sorting a million photos. Some people just aren't built to rest. To you know Aunt what Aunt I mean? Him. Okay. Ciao, Zayn Gaddy, one hundred percent. LeBron James is not built to rest, and <laughs> I I do not think he's ever going to be a twenty minutes a game guy. He,
1: I just don't. I have two questions, actually, just one. What's a bedrock? Like a instrumental. That's that's moment. all I'm thinking. I can make you a bedrock, but yeah. but what is it in in <laughs> Haley terms?
0: Like a foundational like a,
1: piece. Got you. Okay. They don't yeah. use that where I'm from. That's why. Like I'm a like, cornerstone. Shit, is it you. not? No. You could. You could. I don't be bedrock no words. Bedrock definition. I don't be Solid no
0: rock, underlying loose deposit. I'm like, yes, thank you. Hello.
1: <laughs> I, I, my first thought was it's where Patrick the Star sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bedrock. Is that a SpongeBob reference? Because I, I really hate that <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> what you how do you hate spongebob his voice it's, it's the same reason i don't like kendrick lamar like his voice just ruins shit for me okay
2: wow
0: that's a whole not- whole nother conversation oh that. as we're recording i saw that if you don't have players on the field with the right skills, whether it's breakaway speed or elite playmaking ability, you're going to have a tough time winning. The same goes for your business. Indeed is a fast, simple way to make sure you're hiring MVPs. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com spencers. Offer valid through March 31st. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements, or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Go to indeed.com slash spinsters to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Indeed.com slash spinsters. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, as we're recording, I saw that Shom said LeBron is missing the Blazers game um Okay, so this is why that's good because he needs to rest. This is why that's bad. Have you guys looked at the Lakers schedule? Things are not going to get easier. They're only going to get much, much, all. much, much worse. Like, much worse. I feel like this was supposed to be therapy, and now I'm like, is this an intervention? Like, I don't know it's, what it feels like. Why it. I'm coming at you guys like this, but I'm attacked. Hang on, let me pull it up. Like, it is not.
1: <laughs> I do feel attacked. They, they play in the Bucks on Tuesday, so like a week from today. So maybe he's just resting up for that because he knows that's a marquee matchup. They, but
0: they have to get the wins that they can get. They should, he should, they should be trying to get wins that they can easily get versus ones they're gonna have to really fight for.
1: Maybe we could win against mm. the Blazers without LeBron. Oh, honey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe
2: we could win a game
0: without <laughs> no, I LeBron. Know, that's what I'm saying. Doesn't I'm like... matter
2: who who we're playing. Seems like we can't beat anybody. And oh. I just have like nightmares of that Hornets game where. Oh, it's a last second shot. Like the last two games, I think we've lost by a combined 10 points, 11 points. And that Hornets game, Russ just dribbling out the clock and shooting a three and it just coming off and going to another city like it's rimming off so bad. And I just sit there and contemplate everything because it was a bad play. I don't feel like uh, this is just turning into a vent. But I don't feel like we're a team. Like basic, let's go back to like 100%. Basic, basic basketball. It's just people out there in Laker jerseys that are running around. Anytime Trevor Ariza checks into the game, I'm like, Do you know why you're there? Do we know why you're there? We we're not sure. Nobody has a role, and I, I think, think that, that goes back goes into to the why. Frank- yes, yeah. the why. Like Frank Vogel just throwing just darts like maybe this lineup maybe these people maybe we bench rest at the end of the game like maybe we give someone else a chance and that's a problem with not knowing your role and you can't perform in that way and I feel like when we won the championship we had this identity of defense and that was you know regardless even if we're having a bad shooting night to come the fourth quarter we are going to lock down Alex Crusoe was a big part of that Mm. but now we don't have that identity anymore. We don't have any anyone has a role. So now you're just running around out there. When you watch the Suns, I feel like it is a team. They're moving as a unit. The Warriors are moving as a unit. The Lakers, you're like, okay, who's not injured today? Who's going to get subbed in? Don't know.
1: Fingers crossed. <laughs> That's,
0: That's so true and play. even okay. the the rant. like defensive
1: That was much needed. You feel better, Jordan? Uh, yeah,
0: even the people who are supposed to bring I the defense, Avery Bradley, <laughs> ha- makes oh, like yeah. weird decisions sometimes that you're mm-hmm. you're like, this is basically why you're here. Yeah. And that, I guess, is coaching a bit, even though that Frank Vogel tried to steer him clear of it. I don't know. That fouling situation was weird. Um, okay, so you've got, yeah, you just lost to the Hawks by eight. Um, could not do a thing about Trey Young. Like just a thing. Uh no, no, no. okay, Donald upcoming thirty eight twenty. You guys have the Warriors twice, three twice. The Mavs twice. The Jazz twice. Oh my <laughs> girl. God. No, the Warriors three times. I was wrong. Um no, twice. Sorry. Can you not count? <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just overwhelmed by like is it all bad the or is it teams. really bad <laughs> tell us the calves the mavs the jazz the nuggets the suns the warriors yeah i mean it's just a, an absolute mess I, and i hear I, a couple
1: wins i hear a couple
2: it's a game of momentum tell, tell me so i can hear
0: them too <laughs> yeah i was like you want to say them, say them out loud
1: i I, I hear nothing <laughs> you know Okay, Joy Taylor called me a delusional Laker fan, and I'm starting to think that she is correct. I think that they could take a game against the Mavs, maybe, maybe, not the Suns, not the <laughs> maybe not the Warriors, but I'm optimistic. Okay, okay, so I, I just
0: I'm gonna couple that optimism with some more. Um... Just facts, just straight facts, no
1: You said this was a vibes podcast.
0: Yeah, sorry. I think that boom. The Lakers are in ninth right now. And they have that schedule ahead of them. So are you guys prepared for the idea that they might not make it in? And I'm being dead serious.
1: That they're making it in.
0: I think we're barely
2: I think we're barely making it in. Like, it's also crazy that we barely made it in last year, and I feel like we were playing better. I feel like it was better last year. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, And now I think we're going to barely make it in, but trying to win two playing games and then have a series, like, we're so inconsistent that I don't even know, like, what team is going to show up it's going to be three different teams for both playing games and the first series of the playoffs. So it's kind of hard to say um, that we're going to make it through or even make it into the playoffs or a deep run. Like,
0: it's going to be this historic season because I don't even know what team is going to show up. <laughs> well, it's not your fault, though. I mean, team, it, what works significantly shifts for a team if you have LeBron James on the floor or if you have right. Anthony Davis on the floor or if you have them both on the floor or if you have... Both of them and Russ on the... I mean, it does. It It just all shifts. And that applies defensively too, which I think, to your point, has been the biggest issue. There's just no consistency on that end.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like Anthony Davis mm-hmm. said, all we got to do is win 10 games in a row and then everybody will change their tone. Although I think that's why I'm so upset with him because it's like, bro, can you even put 10 games together like consistently? Mm. So... Yeah,
0: that's what the Lakers messaging is, too, is they're like, you just got to believe in us and we'll, you know, everything's going to be fine. We're a really talented (laughs) team when we're all together. And I just as an outside perspective, again, I'm so confused and there's just no I think there's no reasoning. There's no why behind a lot of the decisions and lack of decisions, because it's just the situation that they're in is stuck in glue. It is. Like, they can't move anything. You guys know yeah. that the next draft pick that they... Like, if they wanted to trade away a draft pick, it would have to be a 2027 draft pick or a 2028 draft pick in the trade deadline. And it cannot be both because you can't give away consecutive <laughs> draft picks.
1: We're, we're uh. a team. We're always a team of the now.
0: Where are y'all going to be in five years? Where are you going to be in 2027? We're going to be like drafting. LeBron's going to be retired. <laughs> Anthony Davis might be retired. Because he's, tw- he's 28 right now, and this is already happening to him. Nothing physically affects me on a day-to-day, but I'm 28, and all of a sudden I had to start learning how to sleep on my back instead of my side because my back hurts so much. <laughs> you guys know how miserable it is to sleep on your back? You what don't, kind of fucking oh, freaks so just sorry. do that? It's wow, horrible.
1: I'm yeah. Mm, First of all, it's, I, I'm an avid sleeper. Jordan, so guess sleep. what?
0: Your 28 is coming up, girl.
1: I can sleep any I'm kind of get way, though. i pillow...
0: The side sleeper trainers—it's awful. It's
1: not awful sleeping on your back. It's
0: well, no, I, I mean, can't do it if you were. Also, have always slept, slept, slept on your back.
1: Well, I I can shift. Like I have slept on my stomach, on my back, on my side. Like I just love stomach? sleep. Yeah, the
0: stomach is crazy. Really, That's like you're asking for suffocation. <laughs> yeah, or like a neck kink when you wake up.
2: <laughs> I could not sleep on my stomach. I. No. Also, on my I shoulder—I have bad shoulders, so just the shoulders under the pillow. I feel like that's also just sh- soreness. I'm
1: a—I'm just a side sleeper, just like this. I hope you don't actually sleep like, like that. But if you sleep on your stomach, <laughs> I put an arm under my stomach, and the other arm is like under the pillow. Harry agrees. Wow.
0: Don't you guys just hmm. wake up with like indents?
1: They go. Skin like is a hand adaptable. imprint in your
0: stomach what
1: their skin is adaptable so after you do your thing your skin is back to normal how heavy is your hand wow
0: <laughs> i do actually have massive hands.
1: You have baby hands and what Taylor are you talking wakes about? Up,
0: she's like did, the missing part of her stomach <laughs> you guys know how everyone how everyone is making fun of chloe kardashian for having really long fingernails that
1: shit is scary because the
0: Yeah, well, I was like, I know that the the Photoshop has like altered it a little bit more, but I'm just like, that's me when I have nails, because my fingernails are so long already. It's like little, you know. Anyway, not to relate to a Kardashian in public, but (laughs) let's see what you did there.
2: Basically, Um, like like Kardashian.
0: Anyway, no imprints. Just like I, I can't do well. I can't sleep on my stomach for other reasons either Mm. um okay okay (laughs) so let me see if there's anything I was gonna go through Anthony Davis um yeah the Trevor Ariza's the Kent Bazemore's the confusing the Russell Westbrook it is what it is what it is what it is like that's all that we have to say about Russell Westbrook I am glad that they um with a fully healthy team will probably be bringing him off of the bench um I'd say uh-huh. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's and then there's the end, and I just wanna pose this question to you guys.
1: Uh-oh.
0: I am a LeBron fan. I'm not a Lakers fan. And I want him to get out. <laughs> I want him to leave. <laughs> I feel like the Lakers have taken him and robbed him of these wonderful years. Yes. A championship. Did Amazing. That's one. He wanted to come here. But I have, but I also think that this, I gathered you here today to taste test <laughs> this as Lakers. <laughs> wow. Do Lakers fans, are they at the point yet where they also are like, we've got to start over? Because having this guy who's just such a giant is hindering all future iterations of our team think of the 2027 2028 pick thing I just talked about they let's say that they get desperate and trade that away for god knows what return probably some guy on a two-way <laughs> so they could get off of like Kent Bazemore <laughs> or something Damn it. The, everything that you are doing right now is so temporary it's so for the moment just to barely hopefully make it into the playoffs Right, But you've got these three guys on massive contracts. At what I think point a lot do you say nothing yeah. is going to work here and we want to start over because the contracts are, well, one of the contracts, Russ Westbrook's, is immovable or was thought to be immovable until the Lakers wanted him. And then you've got Anthony Davis and LeBron who you're either going to commit or you're not. That's all I ask of you because from the other side, the grass over here, LeBron, is greener. It's bright green. I'm looking at it. Who's Get yard? out of LA. I'm getting you upset.
1: What? Whose yard are you in where the grass um, is over here? Just my in? own. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just
0: the, Just the general <laughs> field of like... Go somewhere else. Come back to Cleveland. Can you imagine? They'd win an, uh, they'd win
1: a championship. Why would you voluntarily go back to Cleveland? You've done your job. You got your championship. Okay, that's when you leave Cleveland. Never to return. I mean, like, see your family, but don't go there. And he wanted I... to come to LA. He wanted to do this whole, oh, whatever, Hollywood, do my thing, Space yeah. Jam 2, all that type of shit. Yeah. We didn't force him. But we did try to make it clear what Laker fans expect. And it is the world sorry you are not Mm -hmm. and it's not even him sorry this team is not up to our expectations and you just fell into it but he should know well but that's what i'm saying
0: at what point do we just shake hands and say this thing's gotta end
1: sometime you do not no no i think i think he staying the i think he
2: retires yeah i think he retires as a laker because one he wants to be in la he's like just business-wise, he's like, this makes sense. Yes. I am I made this move as a business move. Us Laker fans shook hands like, okay, this is a business move. We'll take you, LeBron James. <laughs> and that's what it basically was. We weren't begging for LeBron to come here. He chose us. So now we're trying to make do with the situation. And I think it's just like all LeBron teams. It's going to be... Fitting people around him, but I do not think it's him leaving. He I'm got a, genuinely. And Jasmine's right. We're the expectations high. You got one championship. That's not enough. You got to keep going. Yes. Yeah, but you know that's that all, that's mutually
0: like this is something he needs to. That's the other thing is like he's not going to turn off and be a twenty minute a game player yeah. because the only reason he's in this game is to win championships because he has that unique ability so the stakes are just inevitably just as high as you're presenting them for the lakers as they are for him but i'm just shocked because he is such a highly competitive highly like you know in the media playing games oh my wrist was broken oh i you know my this teammate kevin love is piece of you know like he's always doing these things where he's like angling and has all this spice and life to try to get people to do what he wants it's very pat riley-esque and all of a sudden, he's kind of just not that anymore. Isn't that weird? Am I the only one who thinks that's weird that he's not trying to do anything about this? And that's why I feel like he feels a little bit resigned. And mm. that scares me. Because he's playing, he was playing so well. And, and in a new, more creative way. Because every year that he plays this game, he's going to have to get more
1: creative. Invite me on when we get closer to the playoffs. OK, because, well, this will be a different landscape and you're just talking crazy with your freaking green grass and shit. Our grass <laughs> is pretty green. crazy.
2: <laughs> it's pretty green. And I feel like LeBron has said, like, this is the best he's like felt in so long, like just off of vibes. Like, if we go back to vibes. He is saying that he's feeling really good before, you know, he has this injury right now. But he was saying that he felt good and that's why he's playing at this really high level. And I agree with rest. I agree with all those things. But I think I am normally such a positive person that we should try to end on a good note. And I was thinking about when you asked that question about, you know, if we barely make it into the playoffs, I think... How we stay sane is that we just hope that if AD and LeBron are playing at the same time, then we win those playing games. And that's what I'm gonna hold on to because that's all we can control. If they're injured, they're out and we don't have a chance. But if they are, we have the chance to win. And that's what I'm gonna you know, go in positive. In on a positive note. Voice cracks.
1: We <laughs> <laughs> will be drinking after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. yeah I agree with Jordan I mean first time actually talking to her but she is right a lot of times so thank you for thank you. holding the spinsters podcast up to the, the Lakers standard well the normal Lakers standard I don't know what's happening this season but yeah
0: actually yes. I mean yes. actually in closing yes the it's that delicate balance of like how do we preserve them for the playing game but preserve our standing to be in the playing game and i hope i dearly hope that you guys find that balance
1: thank you i almost believe the sincerity in that
0: Haley's
2: over here, like ship out Lebron, start over. I just what? was thinking about and it, and she's
1: I like, just... "I hope you guys find the peace that you deserve." Like, what is it? Is it Uchi Wally or One Mike? Because this shit is not adding up.
0: Uh, at some point, this is the thing. I have this premonition of a reckoning, and I think it's coming. Oh, and God. gosh, <laughs> and that's that. And I'll just say my premonitions. Are usually correct. Ask my friends when I say I think their boyfriends are cheating on them. Or remember (laughs) when I predicted Rick Carlisle was going to get fired? I just... I know. like Things happen up here and I don't ask and I just listen and I have a feeling a premonition is coming. I should have done this therapist hair the whole podcast.
1: Yeah. It's working for you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Well, I hope... That that was. I do feel a little better. Me too. That I just got it out. I feel. I feel better. Yeah. It's. It is like me and Haley were talking. It's one of those therapy sessions where you just. You get into it. You feel bad for a lot of it, but. It's off your shoulders, so you can feel a little
1: better after. I might
2: actually watch the the Laker game tonight. Yes. Maybe. I
1: feel great. (laughs) Bring on the Blazers. I'm ready.
2: Well that's that's our show. Please leave us your voicemail, Laker fans if you're out there, just know you're not alone. Spencers is hosted by me, Jordan Liggins, and Haley O'Shaughnessy. This episode was produced by Isabel Joycelyn, Harry Krinsky, Alex Ward, Ashley Zhao, and me. Our production coordinator is Devin Shepard, and our executive producers are Peter Moses, John Yales, and Haley.
0: Hi Jordan and Haley this is Luke calling from Rhode Island first time long time a uh, big fan of the show so far and been a fan of both of your writings um, for a while now um, I just finished the most recent episode and I have to say you must make Aunt Charlene a rotating guest and uh, give her a consistent segment it was fantastic. I know from from following her that Jordan's a Lakers fan. Hearing some Lakers Celtics smack talk between her and her lovely aunt would make a fantastic addition to the regular show lineup. So please, please bring her back. Love the show so far. Thank you so much, guys.